You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You never know, dear, how much I love you. So please help my pigmentation go away. <laughs> Welcome everyone to this episode about hyperpigmentation. During certain seasons, I notice I get more question questions regarding that season so this season is the summertime and spring and so this is where hyperpigmentation comes into play and I know it's been a while too since I've done an episode about a certain skin type and condition so why not start here all right let's get on with this episode Hello, you fabulous, beautiful queens and kings out there in this grand universe. I hope you're having a marvelous day, beautiful day, uplifting day. <laughs> Very uplifting day. So we are in the summertime. So with the summertime, that means a lot of my guests' skincare concern, concerns are hyperpigmentation and especially from sun damage. This is a topic that we are gonna get into because it is very important for you to be aware of and to take care of your skin by protection. You guys, uh, as a licensed esthetician in certain generations, I have seen and noticed, and some of my guests have actually talked about is some of the damage that they've done from their youth because of sun tanning and doing all these other things to make them have this goldenness in their skin. And now they're taking a hit from it because what's happening now is that, <laughs> sorry for the pause, what's happening right now is that they're having a lot of age spots because of it and also, another thing is when you're overexposed by the sun, you can have this permanent redness in your skin. And there's an actual term for it, but I can't remember right now on the top of my head. And I also have a few guests or have seen a lot of people right now are having to get certain parts of their skin biops to make sure it's not cancerous. So this is why it's super important. Not because of superficial. Yes, there that is for a lot of people important because they don't want to look like they're aging per se. But the most concern that I have is for cancer. Skin cancer is so big right now and it's definitely something that you can prevent. Now I'm not saying don't go outside, don't be afraid of the sun. Go outside, enjoy the sun. However, you need to wear SPF and reapplying it and also if you can wear a hat. I know there's a myth out there right now that people are saying, well, we need vitamin D, so we have to get it through the sun. Yes and no. You can still wear sunscreen to protect your skin all over your body. And you can also take supplements. You get vitamin D in certain foods that you eat and supplements. So this is definitely one of those false accusations. Accusations? Um, another thing, too, that I've been hearing people talk about is, well, tanning helps my acne. Mm, it possibly can help your acne. However, the 
long-term effects of you damaging your skin and cooking your skin in the sun isn't worth it. So instead, just see what's going on internally to help with your acne that you're getting. So let's start with the basics on um, melanin. What is melanin exactly? So melanin is what gives your skin the color and your hair its color and your eyes your color. <laughs> so melanin gives our skin, hair, and eyes their color. <laughs> so melanin is produced in a cell called a melanocyte, which, you know, might go over you guys' head, but the melanocytes is located in a lower part of the epidermis. And everyone has the same number of melanocytes. Darker skin tones, melanocytes produce more melanin results in their skin being darker toned. When melanocytes become stimulated due to inflammation in the skin, an enzyme is produced called tyrosine. So tyrosine signals the melanocytes and produce extra pigment when the cells become damaged. So it's the defense shield that it needs for it to protect it. So when you get dark from tanning, it's not really a good thing. <laughs> it's a side effect of your skin being damaged. Uh, so the signal will result in overproducing of melanin calling hype, called hyperpigmentation. Hyperpigmentation can be formed in many ways. It can be freckles. It can be post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. It can be dark spots. It can be age spots and also uh, melasma. Now pigmentation is super tricky because like again, you can get it from the sun, but you also can get hyperpigmentation internally. So there are, hold on, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Where is it? Ah, on my iPad, podcast notes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Now, before I get into the tyrosine inhibitors, which are going to be the products and ingredients to look for, let's actually go even more into what the biological factors can happen with hyperpigmentation. So one of them is aging. The skin thins and some sun damage is more likely to be apparent or happen more. Uh, acne, this is going to be your post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. Uh, this is going to be either like a um, red inflamed or it's, it's going to either leave red spots or it can leave dark spots depending on your natural Fitzpatrick which is your pigmentation of your skin. Um, there's also going to be hormones so estrogen levels increase and this is going to happen more so for women who are taking birth control postpartum uh, pregnant and also um, what is the other one? going through menopause. Those are all hormonal factors for hyperpigmentation, aka melasma, and that's more internal. And then there's inflammation. So inflammation, hyperpigmentation is going to be when you're stimulating the function of the melanin and it's going to again, try to protect itself. So then the sun is basically the primary primary factor in this. So you, you're going to get burned per se. So some of those people who are very fair and they get really sunburned or even in general, some people 
can get sunburns and even get blisters from sunburns. That's not a good thing. And that is another thing I want to say is that um, people believe that they should go and get a fake tan or no, they should go pre-tan so then they won't burn. That is not a thing. That's not a thing at all. That's a misconception. I don't know why that's became a thing. Um, yeah, I don't understand why that that is a wives' tale. There are some other things that can cause hyperpigmentation, so medications, like I stated, birth control. There's some antibiotics that can interfere, antidepressants, and I have also have seen some diabetic medications as well. Usually people will get it on their forehead and it's very dark. Um, even with diabetes, sometimes you can get it around your neck, behind your neck, and under your arms. But certain medications can also make that more uh, potent, if you will. And then trauma to the skin, so picking. You're going to get some hyperpigmentation from picking. For estheticians, if we practice improper extractions, also like surgeries, including like scrapes and cuts and scratches. So those are also some other factors that can play a huge part on triggering your hyperpigmentation. So now, why, why do we use tyrosinate inhibitors for this? Well, tyrosinate inhibitors in skincare products protect our cells from becoming damaged along with sunscreen. So tyrosinate inhibitors prevent the overproduction of pigment in the skin by preventing the enzymes and tyrosinase from over-oxidizing. And this leads the pigmentation in the skin. So the tyrosinate inhibitors will also lighten and brighten the pigment that is already presented in the skin while providing more pigmentation, while preventing more pigmentation from forming. Now, here's the thing. I don't like to tell people, I don't like to give you guys false hope. So if the damage is done, it's pretty much done. Sometimes it cannot completely go away depending on where it came from. So it can take a long period of time for the pigment to be a lot lighter and brighter. Um, but it also depends on how deep it is and how long it's been there. So sometimes you'll see pigmentation on the surface of your skin, but it can be a lot deeper than what you think it is. And the darker the pigment, the more, the longer it's going to take for it to lift up. Now, like I said, I've been working on hyperpigmentation on myself for a very, very long time. And so it's one of those things I tell people, if you got it from the sun, if it's more from hormones or medications, you got it for internal, you have to fix up your lifestyle possibly unless it's just always going to be there. Uh, from damaging from the sun, same thing, it's going to be there for a long period of time. So you just got to use some products to help with brightening and you got to protect your skin. Hyperpigmentation from acne scars like picking and such, that's a little bit easier to kind of help brighten versus the other things. Um, but then again, how I said, if it's a lot deeper, it's going to take a long time. And when I say a long time, it's not a couple of weeks or so. It's going to be years, a lot of years. I've been working on my skin for four years now and it's never gone. And if I don't protect it, it becomes more, more pigmented. So 
Keep that in mind, please. It's not an easy, quick fix. And do not go to those BB, what is it, BBL thingies where they put BB cream on your face and, and microneedle it in. Like, that's terrible for your skin. That's horrible. No, no, that doesn't, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't help anything at all. And it actually is terrible for your skin. There's no FDA proof for it. Proof. There's no proof that shows that it actually helps. So, Yes, be be cautious when you go to those things. Or mainly be cautious when you see these gimmicky things. I remember this was super publicized, I guess you would say, uh, like last year or a year ago. And here's the thing. If you're doing something like that, microneedling uh, BB cream makeup in your face... And yet you're still going outside and tanning and such and not wearing SPF and reapplying your SPF or, or anything like that. Then there's no point of doing this abrasive treatment, if you even can call it that. With certain type of tyrosinase inhibitors, you can use them on the daily. And even those who don't really have hyperpigmentation, you technically can use it. Like, for example, vitamin C is considered a tyrosinase inhibitor. But um, pigmentation can form under the surface of the skin without any visible signs of damage. So over time, this hyperpigmentation will continue to grow and the pigment will appear on the surface of your skin. How I mentioned, it can be a lot deeper than what you believe it to be. So what do tyrosinase inhibitors do? Um, when you continue using them, the tyrosinase inhibitor will lighten the pigmentation and prevent the formation of new pigment. So how I say it, it puts it on a pause. And since our skin has memory, it will continue to produce pigmentation once the melanocyte is misfired and becomes damaged. So continued use of any tyrosinase inhibitor will continue to calm down the overproduction of melanin. And I also, I, I don't know why I forgot to mention this, but there are some things internally that can happen besides hormones that causes hyperpigmentation. So your diet, so if you're eating high glycemic foods, foods that are inflammatory food, <laughs> foods that are inflammatory foods, what? <laughs> inflammatory foods and foods that impact your hormones. And then also stress, man, that is a number one thing for a lot of stuff for our health. But if your nervous system is overloaded with the fight or flight, oh my God, it's going to hit your, your body in general. It's going to impact it tremendously. And then again, if you're eating inflama uh, inflammatory foods, also the pollution and free radicals in the air. So if you live in the city or such, that can impact your hyperpigmentation as well. Alrighty, so let's get into the ingredients. Everybody's favorite part, right? Uh, so I get it. You're telling me all this stuff, but like, what can I use on my skin? What kind of products do you recommend? Well, <laughs> so there are many, many different products, many, many ones, all forms, all shapes and sizes. You guys already know I'm pretty biased on when it comes to products. I like to use things that I recommend that I use in my practice because it's what I know and I know how it will uh, treat the skin <laughs> and I know if anything happens I know exactly what is happening in some way or shape or form so that's why when you're getting facials with your esthetician it's not necessarily they're trying to get you to buy products I mean yes there are some that do 
but it's also because they want to be able to know what exactly you're using that can interfere with your facial treatments and whatever goals that you have because a lot of the times the products that they're using and recommending it is possibly the same products or companies that they're using in their back bar which is what they use for your facial treatments or they have an idea of how it's going to complement the treatments that you're doing if it's another brand and a lot of estheticians research a lot and continue their education with certain brands too so they feel more comfortable and aware of um of those lines and those products for example for myself i'm not trying to Put extra money in my pocket but I'm really trying to help you guys with whatever concerns and goals that you have because when you put that in your intake form I'm taking that in all seriousness so I want to help guide you through the best way I possibly can in order for you guys to possibly reach the goals that you're wanting with with a realistic I um with a realistic uh mindset okay so so ingredients, I keep saying so, 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 so. So ingredients that you guys can use to help as a tyrosinase inhibitor is going to be lactic acid. Lactic acid is a beautiful acid because not only is it hydrating for dehydrated skin and mature skin, but 5% or higher is a tyrosinase inhibitor. And this is, so like I said, lactic acid is a hydrating acid, but it's gentle enough to control inflammation. And a lot of the times with lactic acid products, they usually combine it with other type of brightening ingredients and acids. Um, then we have arbutin, which arbutin is a, another tyrosinase inhibitor. It basically slows the melanocytes mutation, and it's similar to hydrocodone, but it's safer. And actually right now, a lot of skincare lines and brands are actually discontinuing hydrocodone. I know Glymed had a serum that I really wanted to have. However, they discontinued it because it can uh, be inflammatory and cause sensitivity. And a lot of people misused it. And uh, yeah, it was it was doing a lot of bad stuff. Even if you go to dermatologists, a lot of them will prescribe you with a hydrocodone um, cream serum. And uh, what I have noticed, what I've noticed with hydrocodone is that once you stop using it, that pigmentation comes back. So you're going to be using it for a long period of time, so it doesn't really get rid of the problem. And again, if you use it for a long period of time, just like uh, like acne medications, like, oh geez, why can't I think of it? It's like the devil Accutane. If you use it for a long period of time, it really disrupts your immune system, or your immune, your immunity, and your your body is able to function properly. So, arbutin is actually one of the ones that are similar but safer, and a lot of products use it. I know SkinScript, what I've been using, does use that. Um, then you have azelaic acid. This present prevents the re. re- <laughs> Jeez, this prevents and reduces the pigmentation from a post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, and it's also anti-inflammatory. So this one is really great for people with acne scars and acneic skin. Um, however, however, those who do have acne, acne, and like teen acne, 
I usually don't put anybody on any acids yet until we make sure that the skin barrier is at a healthy level. And once we do that and I see if it's at a healthy level and still nothing has happened, then we'll, and also looking at their lifestyle choices and such, and nothing has happened, then possibly I'll put them on an acid or like salicylic acid or such. But it's never my first time, my my first time, it's never my go-to to do for this, if that makes sense. Another one is licorice root. Uh, an ingredient that's a tyrosinase inhibitor. Licorice root uh, prevents transfer and, oh my gosh, my brain is literally fried today. Licorice root, it prevents transfer, so it's a tyrosinase inhibitor. It breaks up the melanin to a bright, to brighten the skin and it soothes, it has soothing and hydrating effects as well. Licorice root is really nice because again, it's non-irritating. And a lot of like um, CBD companies or like botanical companies, they will use licorice root as like their quote-unquote natural line. And then niacinamide is another pigmentation ingredient or tyrosine inhibitor. Uh, it reduces the melosomes, melos, melanosomes transfer and activity, and it inhibits the pigmentation um, but it may not help with reducing more than that. So, yes, I know niacinamide is really a top ingredient that people talk about right now, too. And then, of course, the most famous is vitamin C. It's the best. I love it. It's the best. Ah, Ignacio. <laughs> uh, vitamin C is a amazing product. I love it. It's my favorite. I am going to do an episode about vitamin C's, different ones, how to know what to choose, but usually your esthetician will guide you. But I just like to put that information out there for you guys. So vitamin C is amazing product. It's an antioxidant, so it helps protect your skin from pollution and free radicals in the air. It's a tyrosine inhibitor, so it helps to break up melanin and reduce the transfer to the keratinocytes. And it also, um, depending on the company, uh, sometimes they combine it with other ingredients to help it drive to where it needs to go but a lot of the times I've seen they put like some hydrating ingredients in there like vitamin E oil and such and it is my favorite my favorite another tyrosine inhibitor ingredient is vitamin A another favorite of mine this works on the melanin especially regulating the dermal melasma Really awesome product for anti-aging. Um, and it increases cell turnover. <laughs> Rewind. It increases cell turnover to shed the cells. Vitamin A, again, is a wonderful product for anti-aging or when you're maturing, I like to say. And it helps with um, your melanin production too. So <laughs> then you have colgic acid. Uh, this is another antioxidant like vitamin C, and this prevents melanin production to, and transfer. Um, however, it has many negative side effects, mainly irritating. So some companies still have it, some don't. Some of them are at a lower percentage, some are at a high. Like I said, just follow what your esthetician is saying. 
Um, and then what is another one? Orchid extract. This is more of a natural kind for some of you guys. This one is found, uh, this, it's found to be as effective as vitamin C on tyrosinate activity and brightening of the skin. So if you guys see orchid extract, that's exactly what it is. And then of course, another one is SPF, uh, another one of my favorites. It, it, it doesn't matter what kind, really. I know some people say, like, uh, physical, chemical, blah, 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 blah. As long as you're wearing SPF, honestly, that's all that matters. I know people right now, it's, what is it, um, the different numbers on it. I still honestly get really confused on it, and I've been doing this for four years, going on five. I still get confused on what exactly the numbers mean. Um, I will say your SPF on, in your makeup is not enough. Definitely put an SPF first and then put your makeup on time. But what about flashback? You shouldn't get flashback because I put SPF 30 on and I'm using currently, uh, Helen Hush's SPF, the broad, broad spectrum, get a broad spectrum SPF and I put my makeup on and set it and everything and I've never had flashback so I guess you can say there's different ones you can use um there are some SPFs that are like zinc based this 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 and there's a whole thing that's going on right now about that and then a whole thing about it damaging the coral coral that's why you wear zinc and la 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 honestly it's very confusing for me I was uh I was brainwashed to believe a certain way. Honestly, as long as you're using SPF and ones that are are complementary to your skin type and such and that you feel comfortable with, that's great. Again, you need to add more SPF than what your is in your makeup, okay? <laughs> so when you're doing your products, you're going to use an exfoliating cleanser, a hydrating serum or spray toners, a vitamin A and vitamin C that are stable, encapsulated, uh, a tyrosinate inhibitor serum, some growth factors to help your cell production and health, and um, tyrosinate inhibitor moisturizers are also really great. I personally like serums. Serums are great because they drive deeper, but you can also use a moisturizer as well. There are some some cleansers that have like vitamin C in them. I know Glymed has some. Um, and uh, again, I want to kind of go back a little bit on the exfoliating cleansers. You do want to use these two to three times a week. You don't want to overuse them because then that's going to cause some inflammation, hence hyperpigmentation. So then uh, let's see. I think that's pretty much from that. There are some products that I have that you guys can purchase. Reach out to me if you're confused on what to buy. So, uh, oh, okay. So, so that's the products, right? So, um, what are, what are some facials that you can get, right? Some of you guys are probably wondering, uh, what kind of facials do I book? Well, if you're booking with me, I actually have it to where it's customized, so you just choose the amount of time that you want for your facial. You don't have to pick a facial specifically, like a custom facial, a microderm facial, and this and this and this. Um, 
So you just book the amount of time you want for your facial and everything is customized. And then if you want an advanced exfoliation, you can just add it on. If you're not sure what you want and you want to discuss more before we start your facial or do your, excuse me, do your facial, you can book a complimentary consultation and it's 45 minutes long and you just come in and we talk a little bit more so you can have some clarity and then also you can ask any questions that you have. But other than that, if you're not booking with me and you're going to someone else, which is totally cool, I support other estheticians. So you do want to exfoliate regularly two to three times a week. Chemical pills are awesome for hyperpigmentation. However, I do not personally perform them during the summertime because the UV rays are a lot stronger. You're spending more time outside. People are eager and triggered to want to suntan so i don't do chemical pills at the time because it can make your skin photosensitive and reverse the effects that we're trying to do and also doing chemical pills we need to prep your skin properly for this and i'm very anal about what you're using at home and i do have you guys recommended to purchase the products that i recommend to you guys because i want to make sure everything goes perfectly how I want it to go <laughs> because the, the wound healing is the most important part for chemical pills and for microneedling for any type of abrasive facial treatments it is so important the wound healing that you're using the proper product recommendations and the lifestyle recommendations so uh, microdermabrasion is actually really nice if you're wanting to get into your first type of like advanced facial I guess you would say um, it's a great modality also LED I don't have one I really want one but an LED that's FDA FDA approved oh my gosh oh <laughs> I want one so bad like the Saloma it's super nice I want one very bad but I don't have one but there are some estheticians that do have them uh, like my friend who owns Bloom skincare she rents in the room uh, in the building behind me it's still the same renters but she's in the building behind me and she has a saluma led light if you guys are interested uh da -da. my how i said oh, sorry <laughs> i need coffee <laughs> uh oh yes microneedling oh i wish i could perform it i have to have a doctor over me but microneedling is not only improves the appearance of the skin but it also helps penetrate ingredients so this is a magical magical device and tool however if the esthetician or if you're going to a dermatologist and ready small if they're going ham on your face for your first few times i uh i wouldn't i wouldn't uh i would watch out because Everything slow and steady wins the race, right? Don't be the hair and try to go full throttle and go aggressive on your face when it's not properly ready for it. Because then that's when you're going to get not great results and it's going to possibly cause uh, long term damage. There's also lasers that are supposed to be helpful, like IPLs. I don't prefer that perform those you would have to go to a medispa or a dermatologist um however if you have melasma pigmentation with melasma it is triggered by heat so it does increase the heat it's stimulating so just just ask a lot of questions 
Asking all them questions. Huh? Asking all them questions. You be asking all them questions. Making statements. Assuming. <laughs> yeah, but just ask them questions. Uh, because, like I said, for melasma, it's an internal pigmentation. So anything that stimulates heat. So aggressive workouts, hit cardio workouts, uh, saunas, being outside in the heat, just getting heat and stressed and flustered and stuff. That's going to cause the the um pigmentation to be more alive <laughs> ah. <laughs> but all in all you guys hyperpigmentation is super normal you're not the only one that's doing it or doing it you're not the only one who is dealing with it so there are some things to help like lifestyle things that you can do to help ease your stress so you can do like qigong, yoga, um, taking walks, things like that to help your stress levels and not, don't be ashamed of your hyperpigmentation. Like I said, a lot of people have it. I have it. Don't be ashamed of your melasma. Uh, I want to say like 80%, maybe 90% of women get it or have it still. You're not the only one. I know it can be possibly making you feel embarrassed, but you are beautiful and that's all <laughs> you're beautiful you're beautiful it's true <laughs> so some other like healthy lifestyle things you can do is eating low sugar low high glycemic foods eat lots of healthy fats avoid caffeine because that stimulates your stress and it can um it can be inflammatory for you guys or anything that cre increases like your anxiety and increases your nervous system i think anything with like i think we all know what we should do as in food wise and what we shouldn't do and as a general knowledge so just be mindful have mindful eating have a colorful diet um regular exercise to help reduce your stress it doesn't have to be like aggressive or you're not pumping the iron and getting getting buff man getting buff like i'll switch another whoa gorilla juice head you don't have to do that. <laughs> you don't have to do that but doing things to help your limb flow uh even like i always said stretching walking uh team doing chai chi yoga there's some free stuff on youtube that you can take and um uh, you know just just take it easy man take it easy <laughs> and find an activity that you enjoy doing instead of pressuring yourself to do it because when you pressure yourself to do it you're not gonna want to do it right so there's some other things to help relieve your stress too like meditation is great there's a lot of guided meditations on spotify on youtube if you like to have a visual you can put it on your tv and they'll have like a beautiful scenery you can be in a tropical area the beach you can be in the mountains and the forest and seeing rivers Oh, I love, I love guided meditations, but you can do that if you're into crystals or certain crystals that help with your stress and then self-care, self-love rituals like massaging, body tapping, um, using your gua sha, your facial cup, taking a bath, journaling, 
getting facials that's another one letting us letting me spoil you and take care of you there's so many benefits of activating your parasympathetic parasympathetic nervous system i always fudge that up um, another thing too you can do is limit your fragrance fragrances and skincare which is why I'm switching over from skin script to other lines it's a whole debacle right now I'm, I'm just all over the place right now trying to figure out what exactly lines I want to use but Helen Hush is great color up therapeutics if you're into CBD is great and code of harmony so far those are my favorite Glymed I like but they're not mm, liable because they're always out of stock of stuff but limiting your fragrances and your skincare products and your lotions and in your cleansers for your lady bits or man bits, that is going to disrupt your pH levels. Just be careful. Actually, for body cleansers, um, glycerin soaps are really nice because they're hydrating your skin, non-irritating, and uh, ones that don't have fragrances are really great too, especially if, if you have eczema. It helps a lot with your eczema and for your babies for diaper rashes and such. Spraying perfumes on your chest, try to avoid them. Spray it on your clothes. Spray it on your shirt. Don't spray it directly on your skin because the alcohol and the fragrance is going to interfere with your skin and you can usually see the crepiness on the chest it slows the pigment on the or it shows pigmentation on the chest especially if you're spraying that not wearing spf so you have a low cut shirt and then you go outside oh you best believe that thing is sizzling up <laughs> so yes and then um i think that's pretty much it yeah <laughs> i say that every time i think that's pretty it but I want to let you guys know that products cannot fix hmm product products <laughs> products cannot fix what is going on in your brain mentally okay this is definitely something to work on if it's such a thing that's bothering you if you're um a lot of the times everybody I feel like has a lot of self-doubt especially on their physical parents even more when you hit a certain age so this is where you can do a lot of that guided meditation walking and meditating journaling is huge i i keep talking about journaling but journaling is huge and remember one facial treatment is not going to solve your problems it's not going to make great amount of changes using products it takes time it takes time it's not it's gonna take years honestly it's gonna take a lot of years and if that it's never gonna completely go away like i said i've been working on my skin my skin uh for five going on five years and i still have my freckles from when i was a kid because i never wear wore spf because i thought oh i don't sunburn so why do i need spf yeah damn idiot i'm a damn fool that's what it is so it's not going to solve your issues okay especially if you have a lot of uh self-confidence you know about your image your body your it is it's very confusing and hard to explain that to and i don't want to hurt people's feelings but we all know what social media it's it's a showy place so that can really affect 
the way that we think about ourselves. So yeah, it's not going to fix fix any of the issues that you're having. It's not going to fix your mental health of what you're feeling about yourself or what people are saying to you or anything. It's not. It's something that you're going to have to connect with and create peace within your own self and not rely on other people to make you happy. And again, faster is not better. So using these super aggressive things, you're getting aggressive treatments. It's it's not a good thing. You want to be the tortoise. You don't want to be the hare. And I was gonna. I, I lost. I lost my. Uh, my lost my fire for a second. Um, I, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, oh, yeah. So faster is not better. So you have to be patient. Um, a lot of people are like, "Well, I want to fix it now." Well, realistically, it's not going to happen. And I am honest and upfront with a lot of you guys because if I say, "Yeah, we can do it in this amount of month," or or this amount of months, or yeah, we can do it quick and da da da. Once we end, once we reach to that ending point of ending point of what your treatment routine or plan is and then you guys end up not being satisfied and who's who who you guys gonna blame but me right so (laughs) I've always been realistic about this and I will ever forever be realistic about this about hyperpigmentation with acne and anything else I know it's probably something you don't want to hear but it's just then it's just how it is I'm not going to give you false advertisement okay we're gonna be realistic all right so I hope this was very helpful for you. If you ever have questions about anything, please, 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 please reach out for me. And if you have questions of creating your own skincare regimen, regime, regimen, customized, everybody's is customized and we always change it um, depending on your lifestyle, your health, and the environment, please reach out to me. I have my online skin coaching plan. Also, for those of you who um, would like to get a facial. Uh, That information is on my description box below where you can book online. You guys definitely should experience my facials. I love them so much. I love taking care of you guys, but I do the sound healing and the energy work with it. It's just a whole body, mind, and spirit facial, and I think it's something that everybody should do. You should all do it no matter your age, or uh yeah no matter what your age is you should all come and try it out but thank you so much i hope you have a wonderful day and you better believe you better be best believe you be putting on your spf (laughs) and get off of social media it's not good for your brain you're gonna fry it it's drugs All right. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful and beautiful and magnificent. What are other words besides that? Gorgeous. Fierce. Sashay away. (laughs) I hope your day goes well and wonderful the rest of your day. And never, ever, 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 ever forget to enhance your harmony. Bye-bye. Toodaloo, darling. If you would like to continue this conversation with me, please visit my website at www.cs-aesthetics.com. Here you will get all the information on how to book your appointments, 
purchasing products to upgrade your skincare routine, and how to sign up for the newsletter so you can get tips and tricks on creating your own self-love ritual and updated information when we have our Zoom meetings. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence in Your Skin podcast and never, ever, ever, ever forget to enhance your harmony.